you're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Welcome to a special episode of SipRap Radio this week, as we leave the streets of Manhattan and delve into the world of Ghost Recon Wildlands. That's right guys, this week is a special episode ahead of our normally scheduled show, as we wanted to sit down and discuss Ghost Recon Wildlands fresh after playing the beta this past weekend that we were fortunate enough to have access to. My name is Mike, and joining me are my co-hosts, Robert. Hello. And Luke. Hello. Now, before we start, if you have listened to us before, some of us would know that myself and Rob have a vague background in Ghost Recon, would you say, Robert? Yeah. Uh, we've played Ghost Recon, Advanced Warfare, Fighter 2, uh, Ghost Recon Future Soldier, and I've played Ghost Recon Online, or as it was reskinned recently, or 2015, as Ghost Recon Phantom. So we have some history with the Ghost Recon fan- franchise. Is that the that uh, last one you said? Is that the one we played the beta for and I didn't like? Uh, I'm not quite sure. It was online on PC. I th- yeah, you might have actually played the beta because you had a Mac at the time, didn't you? Yeah. I think you might Maybe. have. Uh, but um, yeah, so this this iteration of Ghost Recon is a complete turnaround for the franchise. And uh, yeah. So first up, I want to say this game looks beyond impressive. I don't know about you guys, what you think so far. Having played the beta, yeah, it's very pretty, very very pretty. Even as console players, I, I thought it was quite quite pretty. Um, I know a lot of people thought or were disappointed when they saw the recent iteration of Ghost Recon Wildlands because it apparently it's been heavily down downgraded visually since the E three reveal to the dismay of a lot of people. Because if you've seen that trailer, it was at night time, it was raining. And it looked like you were pretty much watching a film. But I would say, if you see this game in the flesh, it's pretty epic. Um, some of the views in the game are absolutely incredible. And, you know, we're playing on console, we're playing on PlayStation 4. So if you're a PC user, chances are it's going to look a hell of a lot better playing this, especially if you, you have 4K set up. You have the ability to play it like that. Oh my god! And you can. Sorry, yeah, it's four K. That that must be incredible. Yeah, I've seen a few screenshots. Uh, it looks it looks pretty freaking awesome. Uh, you can you can so, go check out like Marco's style or something like that. They've got videos. Yeah, he he basically went through how customizable it is as well, like how much you can switch off and the way they've done it on the. Um, the option screen, you can like you see like a preview window of everything you change. It's really good, it's really well done. Yeah, it's nice to actually have something like that, so you can actually see what you're changing as you change it, opposed to change it, refresh. Oh, that's not right, <laughs> and change it again. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you can literally walk. How how far do you think 
we walked around, Luke, about three, three to five k. Uh, yeah, possibly. It, it's a. It, I mean, I, I know that's obviously only one area of the, the game, but it was massive, wasn't it? Yeah, um, I did a lot of walking in the game because some people drove off and there was no cars available. And as far as I know, there is no loading during the map times, but I haven't. You know, we haven't played anywhere outside the betas. So as far as we know, the the main area that you are in in during the beta, there's no loading unless you literally fast travel to someone. So the game is open ended. You can just do what the hell have you know you want, and that's really cool. So no no loading times is a definitely a plus in a game of this size, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, does any does anybody actually know how many areas there are in game? No. It was a lot, wasn't it? I would say the map size is a lot bigger than the division, isn't it? Oh yeah, loads, loads bigger. <laughs> yeah, it's huge. Um, I think it's got to be a minimum of ten areas, and this is just one of them. And I was like showing somebody, and like some of the views that you can see, and that's that was like one area that you're not even seeing the full length of that main area in, you know, as far as you can see. That being said, as ghosts, what is our mission in this beautiful war-torn place, Luke? Um, it was to take out two of the drug lord uh, faction leaders, wasn't it? Yeah. Whose names are escaping me now for the final mission of the beta? Uh, yeah, that would be El Polito and Layuri. Uh, yeah, and that is your task during the beta uh, in general, the game is set in Bolivia, which has become un- unstable as the Santa Blanca drug cartel gains more power and influence to the point where Bolivia has become the world's largest producer of cocaine. The rising power power of these drug cartels concerns the U.S. government as Santa Blanca's influence has begun to spread beyond Bolivia. And the last straw comes when a bomb targets the U.S. embassy in La Paz beyond Bolivia. Nope. Not beyond Bolivia, uh, and its intended target, DAA agent, is kidnapped and tortured by the Santa Blanca cartel. As a result, the ghosts are then sent in to dispatch and destroy the cartel and reveal any connection between the Santa Blanca cartels and the local governments. So, obviously, we were tasked during the beta to go after El Polito and Layuri. Now, this is a vast change from previous iterations of Ghost Recon. It's not as linear, is it? That was a no. comment you made to me pretty early when we were testing it out, wasn't it? That it was it was very far from linear. That you could almost do the missions in the wrong order if you wanted to. I literally did these missions in the wrong or- <laughs> order because I think I did three missions with Luke, did one mission on my own, then came back and killed El Polito and Layuri with you, Luke, then went back and finished the previous missions, which in other games you would have to do before you kill the main boss. Yeah. I'm quite surprised they allow you to do, do that. Um, yeah, I am where the the last mission was concerned, because obviously that's the, the boss mission, if you like. The, the other five missions didn't surprise me too much, but then when, after we'd finished killing the bosses, when you joined up with me and Elmo, um, you then went back to do the mission that you'd missed and we could replay it, which is kind of good. I don't know why there's much reason to replay the missions, certainly the ones that we had access to, but 
that was good that you can just keep going back and, and replaying stuff in case you missed it or want to try it in a different style. Yeah. Uh, Rob, what did you think of these missions, the six well, missions that you got to play? The fact that you <laughs> um, can kill the boss, it's, it kind of makes sense because it's, it is so open. And the fact that you're going up against a whole cartel, whether you kill the boss or not, like first, this cartel is still going to exist. Do you know what I mean? Someone will just take their place. Yeah, that's true. true. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense storyline wise. Um, but I only did, I, I didn't really play much of the game because I didn't really like it. Um, but I play, I play one mission and then I think I turned it off. Yeah. So I can't really give an opinion on the other missions. No, that's fine. Uh, I mean, as we know, when pl completing missions, players can reach a location where the mission is actually taking place, and you can perform that mission in, in several, like multiple ways. You can go from the front, around the side. You can go stealth. You can go full on attack force. You can parachute from a helicopter. You can drive straight in there if you want. And you know you can use long range weapons, short range weapons, melee combat. Combat. Um, not only that, between missions you can explore the game's world and other out outposts out in the world to gain intel. Or um, I think you you have to like tag, is it ammo supplies and things like that? Yeah, yeah. There's food supplies as well. I think wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think what else there was. There's quite. There is, how how do you feel about the open world and the fact? I know we ran we ran the six missions, but Rob, how, how you know looking at the map, the things to do. How did you feel when you first saw it? Do you do you feel like there's enough in that one area? Uh, it was it was some of the bits were quite far in between, but like it's quite barren. I, I yeah, but. I mean, I had trouble. I do. I was trying to do a side mission, and it was it was sending me off where we were allowed to go. Like yeah. I had to go to, um, steal a truck or something that was roaming around, but it was off the map, so it was a bit weird. But yeah, I don't know. Um, Luke, what what yeah. were your thoughts on like doing the missions, side missions, and all that? Um. I don't think they were that interesting, to be honest. I, w I would have wanted a bit more because the, the main missions were quite engaging. Um, definitely the last one, and there was the one where you had to uh, fight all the Unidad uh, soldiers. That was a brilliant mission. But the, the side missions just seemed almost like they've been thrown together. I don't, I, don't, I don't know whether that's a bit unfair, but there wasn't a lot of depth to them. I know there are only side missions, that's kind of the point, but they, they just seemed a little empty to me. Yeah, uh, I mean, you can also help the local rebels during missions and get them to help you. However, you do have to be careful as during one mission that I did, that I took, was it five, six attempts to try and do stealth uh, due to various issues. I basically, I took down like a couple of guys in towers, ran in there, freed some civilians didn't realize they were rebels and then they started attacking everybody i was like well this mission is a complete fail but uh yeah i mean how how did everybody find the combat and the M the npcs themselves i thought the combat tactics were really good the like the stealth mechanics and everything were, were brilliant um 
I wasn't too fond of the lack of cover mechanics. But I think that, that yeah, comes with playing I, too much division, I think. But Yeah, I found I, that I think, weird. I think the cover mechanics are there, but they're not... I don't think they're as good as previous iterations. It's more... As Marco Style said, it's it's like playing a freaking arcade game a little bit, isn't it? It's it's not forcing you to use cover. There's no option to actually get in cover. It's, it's, it, you, the only way you get in cover is you crouch and you go close to a wall and you literally have to press against it. Yeah. And it, it does kind of keep you there, but you can't rely on it like in previous iterations where you would you know, run up to cover, press X, and you'd slide into the wall or something like that, and you'd be locked in, and you can peek around corners and stuff like that. Yeah, I think Dave from our clan, who we ran a couple of missions with, said it was weird when you're trying to peek around a doorway. You almost have to put yourself in the firing line to look around the doorway before it will actually engage to look around the doorway, which, I mean, maybe it's not quite finished yet. It, it is the beta, and like, like you said, Mike, it might be obviously a, a previous iteration of the game that needed to go through certification, but... To me, it felt like it was like a cross between Division and Siege. Like they tried to get a, a midway between the two. Yeah. And it just, it kind of, I don't know, it just, it just felt weird and didn't work for me. Like in the NPCs, if you're trying to hide around a the corner, they just see you and just, yeah, I don't know. And that little orange radar bar comes up and it just zooms yeah. in on you even though you're behind the wall. Yeah. I had that a few yeah. times. Yeah. Well, like I said to you guys, it's only like four attempts to do stealth mission which was i can't remember what it was it was like a fortified base with uh, a load of snipers and things like that and what i didn't realize is apparently snipers have like a huge field of vision so they can see you like pretty far out which i guess makes sense but when you're playing the game you're in the bushes and you're getting spotted by 100 meters away it's kind of like what this isn't really fair and it's for me some of the encounters kind of felt like you're trying to go in stealthy, but no matter what you do, you end up going in guns blazing. Yeah. Or the trigger. <laughs> unless, unless you're, half, you know what unless I mean? you're halfway across the map, they, they do spot you quite easily, don't they? And mm, yeah. you better not miss, because for obvious reasons, they'll then know you're there as well. And that's quite punishing. Well, did, did either of you try taking any like snipers out in oh, towers? And sniping was really difficult on a console anyway. I don't know, I don't know if it's easier on a, plate, on a PC, but... That reticle will just not stay still. So it's just well, like it, you wait for it to be in the right spot and then you hit hit your trigger. Well, well, talking about that, Rob, how do you feel like the controls were with regards to like weapons and feels and the switching between um, like third person and first person? It, did you? I I felt it was like clunky. Yes. I don't know if you guys did any solo stuff and used the um AI. The AI with the other characters that you have to control. I I end up trying to throw a grenade every time I tried to do it because it just didn't feel like intuitive. I don't know if you guys felt the same, but it's just it, it was just weird. Like they weren't in. I don't know. My brain just couldn't get around it. It was just me being old. But every <laughs> no, time no, I tried like- to t- get them to go fire at something, I end up throwing a grenade, and I was like, "Why is it doing that?" Well, it's like this weird thing on. PC especially, um, where if you don't turn off like a certain mouse setting, what happens is it when you move your if you're playing games and you move your mouse, it moves it per square pixel, so it moves it in like a step format. 
that makes any sense. Yeah. So it'd be like uh, uh, across one bit, then up, then across. And it kind of felt like that trying to aim. It was just like, it's not fluid at all. And then obviously trying to get sniper shots is like, you'd aim, get it right, you'd miss. And then that's the whole base literally with one shot pretty much alarmed. And there goes like the whole mission. Yeah. I'm just curious to see if it was any, if, if it would be any different on PC. Is it, it, it felt like it was designed for PC and we just got like the, um, the afterthought on PlayStation, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I can't, no, I can 100% see that point of view. The only thing I will say is uh, we've gone back recently and played a game that I personally didn't think was very good during the beta phase and deterred me from playing it, even though we played previous iterations, and that's Rainbow Six Siege. We we played the beta Rainbow Six Siege, and the control scheme on that, like just aiming, was absolutely horrendous. I don't know if you remember that, Rob? Yeah, the beta was... It just felt slow. Like, I yeah. don't know whether it was because you played Destiny a lot back then, and that's quite a fast FPS, but, and then we went to that, and it was just like, it felt really sluggish. But I've played it this weekend, and it's... Well, you'd be, you be the best person to ask, because you've been playing Destiny quite a bit. So w- how would you feel like the controls of that? Yeah, it's not... It doesn't feel slow anymore. It's definitely... So uh, maybe it's... Maybe it's something that will be fixed on release or in the future, you know, with regards to like the controls and how it just, you know, just the, that clunkiness. Hopefully they can kind of get that fixed before release. Yeah. Uh, time to kill of NPCs and difficulty. Would you say that was about right? I mean, what level did you play it on, Rob? I just stack it on normal. How did you feel it? It was because it, it's meant to be like kind of a hardcore game that goes recon series. So like one, two bullets takes down an NPC. Did you kind of feel like that was right? Yeah. I mean, if you're uh, accurate, wh- like headshots would take him out straight away. Much like Siege. Yeah. What yes. about um, you, like when you got hit yourself, did you feel like the damage to yourself was too quick or? No, did, it, like- was, it was quite quick, but then that just goes with the realism of the game, doesn't it? So it's kind of spot on. Yeah. Because I, I saw a video today with Skillup and he was basically saying like the ghost version, like the ghost difficulty, where basically if you get hit with one bullet, you're dead. It doesn't exist. And that's what he was like told and I guess kind of promised before uh, this beta. So be interesting to see if that happens later on. But we, me and Luke played it on Veteran and I played that solo with the AI ghosts and it was brutal i had like all three npcs down uh, ai npcs down at one point i was like there trying to get them up on my own or i'd go down and things like that i just i found it real struggle on my own and i don't think this game lends itself to solo play at all luke uh how did you feel about difficulty i would agree with what rob said about obviously the, the ttk was was bang on and therefore obviously yeah. your time to be killed was shorter than you would expect in certain games but was obviously linear with this game for the obviously the, the AI TTK as well. So I, I thought they got that that pretty good. Um I would agree with you on that the, the difficulty levels seem to get um it, it jumped quite a lot between playing normal and then when we went in in veteran it, it did it was a quite a large difficulty jump. But yeah maybe you'd get used to that. 
we only played it for a couple of hours, didn't we? On that on that setting, I think I got about six hours in over the weekend, all told. So. Yeah, I, th- I think I played about uh, five to six hours over the weekend, yeah. and I will admit, I mean, we we played it in installments, so I think I probably played two three hours on first release on the Friday, and then maybe an hour or two Saturday and Sunday. And I will admit, like, my urge to go back to the game definitely dropped off. But, I, you know, I wanted to dive back in, to, you know, to see if I missed something or see if there was something that, you know, I was missing. That was my urge. It was more, it wasn't an urge to get back into the game because I enjoyed playing it. It was more of an urge to get back into the game to see what I'd missed because everybody else seemed to be really enjoying it. I mean, Twitter was ablaze with everybody saying how good the game was. Yeah. Obviously, we're, we checked. Twitter quite a lot, obviously, for the, the podcast and whatever, and, and a lot of people we follow were, were raving about it, and I was just like, well, maybe I've done something wrong then. Maybe I've, I've not got to the good missions, or I've, I've, maybe the secret is in all the side missions, but the game was beautiful, and like I said, the difficulty was about right, and the TTK, etc., etc., etc. I've struggled all weekend to put my finger on what is missing, but there's definitely something missing for me. No, that's, that's absolutely fine. I, I mean... There is a lot in the game, but then it feels like it is missing something. Like the character customization is absolutely amazing. I, I, How long did I don't you know spend what you guys think. Um, doing that, Mike? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I spent about half an hour uh, customizing my ghost. Too yeah, long. probably. But we don't have that option in the division. The, the one thing I like about this character customization is you can customize your character apart from like facial or certain cosmetic attributes you can go to your loadout anywhere in the world of bolivia and change your clothing that was good you can't do that in the division i thought that was really cool and the fact that there's like literally billions of customization options yeah uh not sure not maybe i i didn't try it to be honest i didn't have a great amount of time uh what did you guys think about the vehicles uh i'm gonna say now helicopters Personally, we're a bitch to fly. Bitch to fly and really fun to jump out of. Did you try shooting yes. from a helicopter? No. Like, like no. The, the onboard guns? No. You, couldn't, you can't aim them at all. There's no aiming system. It's just shoot where you're aiming, where you're going. That's it. A bit, a bit like the tanks on Battlefield where you just like shoot out the side. Uh, but yeah, there's like 60 different vehicles. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw, there was like dune buggies. I got in couple of like river raft boat style boats we yeah. flew it i know we flew in several helicopters loop. yeah uh rob uh did you drive many vehicles um yeah I, well no Was not right just I, cars cars i went on a helicopter i almost got on a plane but it blew up because it was on the side oh, nice. mission and someone threw a grenade at it and it just went bang and I, couldn't, <laughs> I was pissed off i was like ah plane yes and i couldn't use it I will um, say with regards to vehicles, I don't know if you agree, but like the physics are all over the place with the cars, especially like one minute it feels like you're driving a car. Next minute it's like a box just sliding about. Closest thing I've played um, to this in terms of driving vehicles, not so much flying, but certainly the driving is GTA five. It was like it's the spitting uh, image of GTA five in the camera yeah. angles and the controls and things. Yeah. Which is the whole, um, where you have to press R2 and then te- press it again to go faster. That took me a while to figure out what I was doing. Yeah, I, it, was, it was, weird. was really weird. Uh, 
What about uh, weapons? How did you, like, the actual weapons themselves? Now, never mind, you know, the third person view to first person. Oh, well, how did you feel about the actual weapons themselves? I thought the weapons were pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I liked them. The sniper rifle that we unlocked fairly early doors, that was very punishing. That was... I agree with Rob that the reticle was difficult to aim on console, but once you got used to it after a, a well, let's say half an hour or so, and, and you got to how it swayed a little bit with your body movement, it, it was it was good to use. Yeah, uh, I think the one thing that we probably needed on the sniper rifle was a better sight, and I think some of the progression, especially for like the weapons, is really difficult because the only way you can, I'm pretty sure, you know, if I'm wrong. I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure the only way you can get weapon mods or customize your actual weapon is to pick up mods around the world from like weapon caches. Mm. There was quite a few and, of them on that map, yeah. wasn't there? If you unlocked them yeah. using the intel that you mentioned earlier, there was maybe five or six of them lying around that that particular area. So if yeah. every area is I the think same, I got like three. Yeah, I, I got a couple. Um, like grips and sights and stuff, but nothing, nothing for the sniper rifle. They were all for like the um, AK forty sevens and MP fives and stuff. So, yeah. Uh, I think what else? What did you guys think, guys think about? All right, visuals absolutely amazing, but in terms of graphics and just how the game actually played, did you guys feel like it was buggy or was it? A, did you have a good experience? Well, not just the physics, but I noticed perhaps like Friday to Sunday, it seemed to be like this de- decrease. I don't know if maybe the first area that you're in is really polished because that's, you know, the first area you start off in. And as you progress further out from that area, that it might not be as polished because like several times there was a lot of screen tearing. There was, it seemed to be like jagged lines on the floor during nighttime sequences. Yeah, bear in mind it's a beta. Yeah, I, I, I've seen some NPCs just floating in the air. And sliding around on just like without moving their legs, stuff like that. Yeah, but then it is Luke. a beta, so I I didn't see any of that to be honest. It, it looked very right. polished when I was playing it. Maybe I just got lucky. Um, yeah, I mean we're, we're all familiar with the visual bugs in the division and stuff, so you, they, they kind of jump out at you. But I I didn't experience any in this. But um, I remember you saying at one point we were playing at some point on Sunday when you said you got the square the screen tearing so yeah it was it was quite bad and like especially during the nighttime mode uh i think i was walking through a river and like it all just went weird bugged out and was just lines everywhere i was like i i completely understand i can't judge it for that because it's a beta um it's obviously not the thing is the beta that that we actually have um it's probably a couple of months old it's obviously gone through testing and to get on the consoles it needs to go through certification products process which can take a couple of weeks so you probably find the build that we have is from like christmas yeah we still have like from christmas till re- release of this game there's still like three months of polishing so it, you know there's there's a lot that can change in that time uh how did you rob how did you find solo play because or did you get a chance to group up with anybody no during i died time? literally because i i played at different times to you guys so i didn't get to group up with anyone so that's literally all I did was solo play. Do you feel that kind of hindered your experience? Yeah, because I didn't get to like enjoy mucking around in the sandbox of it 
I mean, I did. I mean, I took, I spent 20 minutes trying to shoot down a helicopter with a sniper rifle. Um, <laughs> but you didn't get a tractor then. No. He's like, there's tractors in the game. No, I did see tractors, and I was flying around in my helicopter. And I think I may have shot at one. Yeah. What? Uh, you've probably seen my video, but I, I recorded a video, you know, we've been in the, in the game about an hour. Um, and I was playing with a couple of guys that we usually play with and we're trying to be stealthy, come up on like these three guys. We're going to stealth, take them out. And all you see is a four by four slide sideways down the hill. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I, I, I will say co-op play is awesome. Um, and I feel, cause I feel for you, Rob, cause I played solo and I was like, I just don't feel like I'm getting anywhere on my own. I'm like I'm trying to get to the next mission, but everything's kind of hindering me or like you die and you just can't. Plus I don't you know how I play games. I, I wasn't really that stealthy on the game. So I just went into <laughs> guns blazing on most things and it didn't kind of work very well. You, you went in like Chuck Norris. Yep. I, I used the drone a couple of times, but. See, I, I, I didn't like the drone. Was... I I left the drone behind. I, I didn't like it at all. Mm. Just uh, how how do you go on? Sorry, sorry, Luke. No, I was going to say, like, how do you feel? You know, stealth options and like the varied ways of playing the game. I know maybe playing it solo is completely different, but I know me and a couple of guys. Well, I know you, me, and somebody else tried playing one of the missions stealthy, and we did okay until it was like one thing, and then we had loads of. The, was it the um what was the dad crew i can't remember what they called annie bad uni dad that's the one like we had like tons of those turning up and they just repeatedly turn up until i guess you kill that, them all but i don't know because yeah that, that was my favorite of the six missions that one that, that was the one you were talking about earlier with the snipers that can see pretty much all of the map wasn't it the yeah. fortified area and you had to go and interrogate that dude in the tower i i really enjoyed that mission i i actually completed that one without being spotted and then when you finish interrogating the dude you can just creep around and kill quite a few people while they're having a nap in the tent which i thought was quite a cool mission yeah i mean do you feel like you can actually do these missions in varied situations or is it a case we it all has the same outcome do you know what i mean no that that one if you're in a team because I, I did that one as just me and elmo so we snuck in interrogated the guys i said and then killed a few in their beds blah 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 but when we tried it again on your instance mike we um, aggroed them a bit earlier, didn't we? So, and we still got the mission done. We just we died before we killed all the Unidad soldiers. So, technically, we completed it because we interrogated the target. But yeah, so that's two different ways you could have done that mission because we did go in a little bit guns blazing towards the end of that one. But there was yeah, there was some of the, the missions that weren't in like fortified areas where you just rock up to a house and there'd be soldiers lying around. That really you could only do it the way. That we did it, I think, because there wasn't really anywhere to snipe from, really. And if, if there was somewhere that you could find to snipe from, all three of you would either be laid next to each other, and therefore you'd miss half the targets because they were hiding behind trees and buildings and stuff. So you would have to go in all guns blazing at some point anyway. But I think that's like your team as well. I mean, if all three of you are led there sniping, you know. But if that's the only way of doing it, it's, it's difficult, isn't like it? Like you say, if, they, if they're going to spot you from round walls, and through doorways and stuff, there's, you either aggro them or you stay out of the way. There's, it doesn't seem like you can mix the two up very well, or certainly not in the missions that were available that I, I played anyway. 
I would be interested to see if the other missions in the game are varied because the missions we got to play are pretty much go here, kill these enemies, kill the bad guy at the end, if you know what I mean. I know most games are like that, but for an open world, you don't, I don't know, I kind of expected something different. I, I don't know, especially with it being an open world game. I don't know. It's very strange. Um, I think the other thing that m would have been nice to break it up, and I think you and me, Luke, talked about it, was there's no PvP. I know it's a beta, but we also know that there's no PvP actually going to be released with the game when it finally get comes out. Is that been and confirmed? I can understand why, though. Yeah, that's been confirmed. But, yeah, I can understand why, because the guys making the PvP team uh, is Redstorm, who have worked on it every iteration of Ghost Recon since I Plus, think it was first. Yeah. The aiming system doesn't really um help it wouldn't be very nice in pvp that would be horrible the aiming system yeah, what the because you're in third person and then you go to shoot someone and you're in first person that like time it takes from go from a to b you'd be dead it just wouldn't, it wouldn't lend itself to pvp very well i don't think there is literally a whole game mode with that with ghost recon phantoms and future soldier i'm pretty sure did it as well okay or future warfare. I just don't think it's very good. Well, yeah, no, it's, it's fine. But I think something that would have split up the content whilst during the beta, because we, we had this during the division beta, is you do the missions outside, didn't we, Rob? Yeah. And then you go into the dark zone, you have like a PvP slash PvE encounters. And maybe it's just the fact that we've played so much of the division that this felt like it was missing but it would have been nice to have something and it's the ghost recon game uh the past couple of games have had pvp modes in them so the fact you know in this day and age that it doesn't have it is very strange hmm. luke any thoughts sir i agree that the pvp would have broken it up a little bit i'm just I'm, I've been racking my brain since you started talking about the lack of PvP, and I, I really can't figure out how they would put it into that style of game. I know, I know I said earlier that it reminded me a lot of GTA, but uh, GTA 5, but there were certain areas of GTA 5, obviously the, the well-built-up cities, that lent itself to a bit of online multiplayer PvP-type instances. But from what I've seen of the trailers and stuff, most of this game is set in the in the wildlands, in the, in the, the jungle and the, the outback and the plains and stuff. So it's not going to be too built up to encourage PvP very much. So, no. Which would be a shame because, like you said, all the, all the previous iterations have had it in. And I think in this day and age, to keep a, a player base hooked, you, you need that. So obviously every, every instance of PvP is different. You'll play tonight on the Dark Zone, for example. And it'd be a shit show of turrets and seeker mines, and then play tomorrow, and it'd be awesome. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's what I, I'm struggling to put my finger on that was missing. It, it, it's the PvP bit. I, I still don't know, to be honest. It's just I hope they fix it. But I, don't, I don't know what advice to give them to fix it. Not that yeah, they listen to me I, anyway. I, I, but. No, it's, it's absolutely fine. I mean, all your opinions count. Uh, I've heard a lot of comparisons to GTA, except 
it's not as fun or there's better ways to have fun a lot, a lot of people are enjoying their time in the open did, world exploring and things like that did either but, of you play the heists in gta 5 no i didn't played one of that's them. what that's what i expected the missions to be more like yeah and they weren't i don't know why they haven't done that because that would make so much more sense and they could do it in such a way that would be so good do you guys think that this area that we've played for the beta is like the introductory area just to get used to the mechanics and then as you move into different areas maybe they get more difficult and then obviously something like a, a, a raid etc would be and heists would be future missions as you obviously progress through the story maybe or hmm. I, I don't think we're going to get things like raids I, at the end of the day there's two games that everyone is comparing this game to it's GTA slash Far Cry it's Ghost Recon in Far and Far Cry put together and I think for a lot of people that might be their thing, you know, and getting down to the nitty gritty final kind of review of the beta, I would say I probably won't be pre-ordering the game in all honesty, because I don't think it's the game for me because I think large scale open world games like this, I personally just won't ever finish. I've bought games like GTA I bought Red Dead. Red Dead's an awesome game with a linear story, but you literally have to go to each missions and find them. And it's, it doesn't interest me. And I was really hoping this, I'd, I'd, I'd enjoy this game. I, I don't know what's missing, but I'm, you know, we're not the only people out there, unfortunately. And it is a good game. It's just, I don't think it's the game for me or by the sounds of it for us, unfortunately. No, I agree with that. Mm. I want to play an open world sandbox game. Go pick up Assassin's GTA. Creed. I'll go pick up GTA. Yeah, I, sorry, Rob. They've done it it so well. I wouldn't. Yeah, that's why people are comparing it to this. It's because it's so well done. Yeah, and like uh, I said, no. the heists are just. Yeah, sorry. No, I, no I was fine. waiting for you to finish because I I find it interesting that people are comparing it to GTA Five and Far Cry at the same time. I, I understand the comparisons. Those two games themselves are very, very different. I, I can't stand Far Cry, but yet I, I played GTA Five all the way through and finished it and loved every minute of it. And I think it was the story of GTA Five and the, the way the three characters interacted that pulled me in. Far, Far yeah, Cry cause... doesn't have that for me, and I, this game, as what I've seen, doesn't either. There's, there's nothing to... Like I said, there was no urgency. Played, played it on Friday when I got home from work when the, when the beta was brand new. And then, yeah, I was hyped to Yeah, play but it. then I didn't touch it on Saturday. I waited till Sunday to get back into it, and there was no desire for me to jump back into it. In fact, I think I played Division no. and Rainbow Six again on Saturday, which you know, Rainbow Six and Division have been around forever compared to, obviously, this brand-new game. So I would have expected to play it all weekend, and it just, didn't, it just did not suck me in at all, which is a shame, really, because yeah. I, I was quite looking forward to something different. And, and while it is different, it, it's just not... It's not engaging enough for me personally. No, it's, uh, it's it seems to be kind of the and I, I don't like the fact you know we're kind of going with everyone else's kind of opinions. And if you enjoy the game, it's you know you enjoy the game. It's what it's there mm. for. It is a game. It's not it's not going to be the division. It's not going to be like Destiny. It's a game that you go in, you complete, you clear everything on your map, and you leave it until there's either more content 
or there's finally a PvP mode added later down the road, if there is at all. Because at the minute, there's um, a season pass. It's been announced. But I wouldn't buy it because there is literally, there's um, as far as I know at the minute, there's no, um, there's no plan for what is actually coming with that season pass. I know other games might do it like in Battlefield. We just don't know about it yet. Yeah, there there is obviously, but it's not been released. So for all you know, you might get cosmetic items for the next year. Wow, and that's it. Yeah, you know, I can't see that happening. But <laughs> that's one of the things that's happening with the For, for Honor game. There's no addition. It's pre- well, I think there is additional stuff, but it's mostly just cosmetic stuff that has been added into the game. Which is, you know, you've got to be careful when you spend, you know, not only the money on the game but money on the season pass as well. Uh but if you enjoy it, you know what that sounds like. If you like the previous iterations of Ghost Recon, and you enjoy games like Far Cry and um, GTA, then it's you know that's that's down to you, isn't it? At the end of the day. Yeah, I just yeah, I just want to say I agree with what Luke said with um, the fact that GTA is is non-linear, but it's still like it's it is it is linear but not in oh, it's hard to explain but and, and the way that far cry is so non-linear and i did Wild, wildlands is kind of the same as far cry in that respect i think there's no there's no set direction so i don't know and you're that's, what, you're that's, what, that's what stopped me from playing it because i was just like well what do i do there's no incentive. Yeah, and the thing is, you're a fan of those the Far Cry games as well. No, I I used to be, but, but I played, going back, I played Far yeah when Far Cry was about when oh back on Xbox 360 days when you could make your own maps on Far Cry one of the first iterations of Far Cry and then they created Far Cry two and it just was just nah <laughs> nah nah no that's that's fine. Anyway, I you know I don't want to put the game down. It is a really good game. It's 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 a beautiful game, and you know there's still a month to go. Hopefully, the thing is, it is a beta. I'm sure there's a lot that we haven't seen. There's a huge open world that Marco Style has been roaming around recently because he found a glitch <laughs> and managed to break out into the whole map. Well done, man. Um, you know, there's a lot. There's probably a lot more to do. They just don't have it in this beta. Mm. At the end of the day, that's what that it, it is. Unfortunately, it is a beta. I just hope what the final product is is a little bit more than what we've seen. It's impressive. I would just say, hopefully, they're you know they're holding back. They've got some cards close to the chest. Are you going to buy it? I'm going to say at the minute no. However, <laughs> however, however, I'm going to buy Rainbow I... Six Siege. <laughs> no, listen. <laughs> yes, possibly, but. That's the that's one of the good things that came out of the free weekend. Yeah, I'm definitely between these two it. games. They're like twenty yeah. quid. But I'm gonna I'm personally gonna hold on to the beta that I downloaded. One, I don't want to do that huge download again. But also, there's a chance a little bit closer to launch day. Yeah, there's gonna that be there will be that. exactly, and it will possibly be the most up to date version of the game, mm. and maybe a new area with new varied missions and. Things will be possibly in better shape. So I'd personally like to give it another pass 
closer to release if they do an open beta and give it another shot because I think it's got potential. What's missing? I don't, you know, out of three of us, we can't say. And we've all played like different, you know, hours and things like that. So it's a shared thought. I'm hoping it, you know, can pull us in. And uh, we'll come come back for another episode for that. Anyway, we'll leave it there. Robert, where can the listeners find us? Uh, you can find us at Sitbit Radio on Twitter and Facebook. Send us qu- send us questions for the show, the normal show, uh, at sitbitradiopod at gmail.com. You can find this podcast, Sitbit Radio, on the following platforms. iTunes, Overcast, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Player.fm, Pocket Casts, SoundCloud, and the RSS feeds. Give us a rate of you and a subscribe way there, guys. Thank you. Uh, we are part of the Mash Those Buttons network, so make sure you check them out over on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube, and go show some of the other podcasts some love. We hope you've enjoyed this special episode of Sit Rep Radio, and we look to bring you more episodes like this in the future outside of our main content, The Division. Uh, also, we've had great feedback from listeners recently, so please keep it up. It's awesome, and we love reading it. Thank you for listening, guys, and we'll catch you in the wild. Maybe. Bye-bye. Thank you for choosing a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Here's what's coming up this week on Mash Those Buttons. On Monday, February 6th, Jorge, David, and Jordan transmit in orbit. This week talking about the upcoming hotfix, Mega Bloks Mega Spoiler, and Destiny Con. On Tuesday, February 7th, Nick, Ray, Jeremy, and Eric bring you the latest in Warcraft on WoW Talk. This week talking more on Nighthold and the race for the world first. Also on Tuesday, SITREP Radio brings you a special edition talking about Ghost Recon Wildlands Beta. On Wednesday, February 8th, Jarrett, Mikey, and Bond bring you the latest in Overwatch and its community on Watchpoint Radio. This week talking about Terry Crews' test for Doomfist, Season 3 competitive bell curve, and the Korean Banhammer. On Friday, February 3rd, Mike, Rob, and Luke bring you SITREP Radio, talking the latest in the division and the state of the game. To find more information on all of our shows, go to mashthosebuttons.com slash shows. And to see our full podcast schedule, visit mashthosebuttons.com slash schedule.